Hey guys, and welcome to Not Your Average Girl Talk. I am your girl, Coach B. And I'm Miss Alika. And this is a safe place where we can talk about all things girls. The good, the bad, the ugly. We're going to talk real. about oh, the real. We're going to talk about the successes and the failures of an everyday girl. And this week, the topic is relationships. So we're going to jump right in with the topic. So we all know that relationships have two sides. It has the healthy and the unhealthy. And here we're going to discuss what an unhealthy and a healthy relationship looks like. So I pulled up some things that label a healthy relationship. It has trust, support, it isn't controlling, and it doesn't play games. Now I'm going to list a few unhealthy characteristics. It fuels fear. It is isolating. It is controlling. It doesn't trust. And it plays mind games. So sit back and reflect on that list for a moment. Are you in healthy friendships or unhealthy friendships? Are you in healthy relationships or unhealthy relationships? I know I can remember being their age and I was in a mix of both and I was both parties in some of them. What about you? I was in both. I was a healthy friend and I, at the same time, I could have been an unhealthy girlfriend and vice versa. Um, in middle school and high school, I can say now as an adult, I <laughs> I was more so of the unhealthy in both parts. Um, in middle school and high school, I didn't know what it meant to be a good friend, per se. I knew that I wanted to feel as if I was needed, so I would do what I felt like would get me attention. Or I would do what I felt like would get me to be on the popular scene. So if that meant talking about a quote-unquote friend of mine to look like I was popular in the eyes of the people I wanted to hang with, that's what I did. <laughs> um, if it meant talking to a guy that I knew one of my friends liked because it made me be more popular, that's what I did. And I think for young girls... Wanting to feel that friendship and that love, we're kind of blinded and we kind of do things that we wouldn't normally do. But in the vein of trying to be popular, we find ourselves in situations where we are the unhealthy friend. We are the toxic friend. Oh, yeah, most definitely. Because I know middle school, especially high school, like junior, senior in particular, I became this whole other person that I really was not what couldn't have, like couldn't have been to try to make friends or feel like I fit into some kind of box, any kind of box, actually, just to say that I had friends or like I could go and do stuff with people. And I had people that liked me. And it became so bad to the point where I didn't even recognize who I was and trying to balance that because that person couldn't go to my mama's house. She <laughs> she wasn't going to have that. So trying to like keep up two lives got to be a lot. 
and I ended up not even really being friends with the people who I became this almost alternate ego for. Facts. Um, being that where I, I'm from, where we're from, yeah. I don't have any family there. So my friends had to become my family. So I was the oldest of two kids. I didn't have any friends. I didn't know anybody. Everybody else around me had bukus of cousins. And me, it was just me. So I was doing things just to fit in, even if it meant hurting the little bit of friends I did have. Because I needed to feel like I fit in. So to speak to those friends that I had, I was that toxic friend. And I don't think people really realize that they're being toxic while they're in it. It takes a level of maturity and a level of checking yourself to honestly gauge if you are a healthy friend or a toxic friend. Oh yeah, most definitely. And like one of the things was self-awareness. Like you said, checking yourself, being self-aware and knowing who you really are as a person and trying to figure that out. But it really helps you figure out who your friends are and how they fit into your life. So when you're able to check yourself and be like, okay, I realize I did this to this person or this person did this to me and I didn't like the way it felt, then your friend quality is really going to go up and you're really going to learn to value those people that you have in your life. Right. Miss Alika, do you have an instance where, you know, you can speak on being like a personal story where you can speak on being that negative friend, that toxic <laughs> friend? Do I? Um, honestly, I know in middle and high school, I was really one of those people that just wanted everybody to like me. So it wasn't really until I got older and started going through kind of life that I became more of a toxic friend. Because I have one friend who ended up ghosting me because everything I said to her was negative. Anytime I talked to her, I had a negative situation going on and I just wanted to like dump it on her. And she got to the point where she just didn't want to deal with it anymore. So she stopped answering my phone calls, stopped answering my text messages. She at one point ended up blocking me. But once I got through that situation, she takes me on some positivity and we ended up moving past that. We never really had to have a conversation about why it happened because I was able to be self-aware and realize that it happened. And like you and I talked about prior to this, we had a conversation where I messaged you and was like, I feel like I was a toxic friend and everything I brought to you was negative. And so I had to apologize to you because I got to a place where I could realize that you were somebody that I wanted in my life and that I valued in my life. And so I needed to make that right with you and set that piece so we would have a better friendship and we could move forward in our lives. Exactly. Um, And it's okay to acknowledge your toxic friend or to acknowledge your to- toxic friend and try to have a conversation. But if you get to the point where you're having conversations and it's not leading to change or it's not leading to understanding, it is okay to walk away from that friendship. Yes. Every friendship is not meant to last the duration of middle school, the duration of high school, the duration of your life. Just because we're friends doesn't mean that I give you the opportunity to walk all over me. Come on, Coach B. Just because we're friends doesn't mean I give you the chance to put me down. It comes times in your life where 
certain friendships have served their purpose and it's okay to walk away after that. I read something on Facebook the other day that said, if your quote unquote friend can walk away from the friendship, they were never really your friend. Do you think that is something that's a true saying? Absolutely not. I disagree with that wholeheartedly. We could have been friends, but if we're going on two different paths in life and our friendship isn't serving either one of us, it's okay to be like, hey, look, we had a good run, but at this point I'm going this way with my life, you're going this way, so we need to like kind of did this. But at the same time, just because you're not talking every day anymore and you're not calling on that person doesn't even really mean that y'all not friends anymore. It could be something that comes up later in life where you know that the person you once called your friend had something, you can hit them up and be like, hey, I know we don't, we're not really rocking like we used to, but can you do such and such for me? I would be very grateful. And that comes with a lot of maturity. Like we said, again, I had a friend in high school. Well, I had a friend that I met when I was four years old. We were best friends from four years old until high school. <laughs> high school hit, you know, you start feeling yourself, you know, you're feeling yourself, they're feeling themselves. And I don't even it was the pettiest argument, <laughs> not to go into too much detail, but it was <laughs> so petty. And, you know, just trying to be the alpha female. I wanted her to be hurt like I was hurt by the situation and it, like I said again it was so petty and it wasn't worth all of it and it got to the point where we almost fought we were in the same classroom we almost started fighting each other we stopped talking um her family was reaching out to me asking me what the problem was my family was reaching out to her trying to figure out what the problem was and because I was such a hot-headed teen <laughs> that I literally let years worth of friendship go down the drain over something so minute because I was too big-headed and in my own way to say it wasn't that serious. So now that I'm older and I'm talking about like 15 years later, <laughs> we're cool again now. It's I don't know if it will ever be the best friend relationship anymore, but we're cool now. We're cordial. We're able to have conversations. I can call her if I need something. She can call me if she needs something. We're going to celebrate milestones together. We're going to celebrate birthdays together. But I often wonder, if I could have put my pride to the side, how much better our relationship could be right now. But it's no need to dwell on it. It's just learn from your mistakes and keep it pushing. Because in that situation, I was most definitely the toxic friend. And to be honest, it took me years to acknowledge that. It took me years to have the courage to tell her, I am sorry for the way I have acted. And, and that's not everyone so can say that. Nope, that is so big, being able to say, I'm sorry, I was wrong. And that's in relation to anything, not even just friendships and relationships, just being wrong about anything in life. And being able to acknowledge it, like it takes... It shouldn't even take a special type of person, but it does take a special type of person to acknowledge your wrongdoings and speak on that. 
And on the flip side of the friendship, you have the toxic traits of a relationship. Are you controlling in your relationship? Is your partner fearful of you? Or vice versa, are you scared of your partner? Are your boundaries not being respected? Those are three huge things that need to be followed when it comes to a relationship. I remember being in high school, um, and this is my not-so-average part of me. (laughs) I was such a tomboy um, to the point where a lot of guys didn't want to talk to me because I wasn't the quote-unquote petite girl. I wasn't the girl who cared about really what clothes I had on, what shoes I had on. I wasn't that girl. I was a, come on, let's go play basketball. Let's go play softball. Come, I'll even come outside and play football with y'all. Like, I wasn't that prissy girl. So when I did get a little bit of attention from a guy, that was everything to me. So I did, I ain't gonna say whatever. (laughs) (laughs) I yearned for that male attention because I didn't get it too often. So I found myself in situations or in relationships with people who were absolutely not a good fit for me. (laughs) And it was just be able to say that I had somebody that liked me and Truth be told, their actions never showed me they liked me, but it was just the attention. And that was all the way toxic. Like anytime you're put in a situation where you don't feel comfortable, that is a toxic relationship. That is a toxic situation. And it doesn't always have to be the male that's toxic. In plenty of situations, it's the female that's toxic. You have to be honest with yourself and realize, am I being respected enough in this space? Are my boundaries being respected? Am I not fearful of this? Nobody wants to be in a relationship or friendship where they feel like they're not heard or valued. So often, so often we find ourselves being in situations and holding on to things who that was never really meant for us to be holding on to. But because we lack confidence or restraint, we we keep being in situations that were never meant for us to be in because we don't know how to walk away. And it gets to a point in your life where you have to be able to walk away because you'll find yourself in situations where you're so uncomfortable and you're just going through the motions. Mm-hmm. And do you have a story in regards to a toxic relationship? Because if not, trust me, I have several. <laughs> <laughs> Look, you know I do. You know that I do. But one word I want to add to your list is manipulative. If oh. they're, if you feel like they're making you do things or they're trying to guilt you into doing things, that's toxic as well. Because you should never be forced into doing something you don't want to do. It goes back to that being comfortable thing. But <laughs> my story of toxicity in a relationship, I can honestly say I don't think that I was ever the toxic girlfriend. I don't think I was. Let me put that thing right there. But um, 
as far as guys go, like you said, Brittany, I've never really got a lot of male attention because I was always the church girl. I've always been tiny my entire life. So I never really had the body that guys really went after. And so I started kind of like making myself out to be something I really wasn't. So I ended up getting in these, not even relationships, like situationships with guys where they would say all these things, never do anything to prove how they felt about me or anything like that. And then on top of that, they would be like, oh, I don't want a girlfriend right now. I just want somebody to kick it with, but would go date somebody else, like right after they said it, but still try to like keep me on like the back burner and be like, okay, yeah, we still good. You ain't got to really worry about what I got going on over here. Because I would typically talk to guys that were never anywhere near me. So I never really knew what was going on with them unless they came to see me. And it would be like, what, maybe once a month, once every couple of years, depending on which guy I was talking to at the time. And so I would get in these situations where they would say all these things. And I'm a words person, so words mean a lot to me. But you would say all these things, but you would never follow through. You would make all these promises. You would never follow through. And I finally got to a point where it was wearing on me. I was crying a lot. I was, again, like spewing all of this to my friends. And they were telling me like, look, this doesn't make sense. You're not getting anything out of this but pain and hurt. So why are you still going through this cycle? And it wasn't like I did this with like this type of cycle with one guy. It was one, two, four that I can think of. And it wasn't ever just like, a six month period if I would do this for like at least two years and go through this cycle over and over and over again but I couldn't bring myself out of it even though in the back of my mind I knew none of this is okay but like when you say I just wasn't strong enough to move past it and that honestly takes a lot to come to the point where you can move past it I've been you and I've been the friend on the other end trying to let my friends see that you're better than this (laughs) you're worthy of more than this you are worthy of truly being loved versus just putting being with somebody that's putting up with you amen i've been on all of the spectrums of it and it, it truly is a hard situation because you get to the point where you're in a situation where you can tell that you're just being put up with. Like mm-hmm. You're not being loved. You're not even being shown compassion. They right. just keep you around. Mm-hmm. I can recall an instance where I was in high school and I was dating a guy. And because he got mad at me, he went and found this other girl that I knew he was talking to and walked right past my classroom with his arm around this girl and laughed in my face. (laughs) Wow. That's, yo, that's crazy. And when I tell you, I went to class and cried like no other. (laughs) And I remember my teacher being like, what is wrong with you? And I was like, it's nothing, it's nothing. And she was like, maybe you need to step out and take a break. And I went outside in the hallway and cried like a fool. But I was young. I was impressionable. My feelings were hurt. I felt betrayed. I didn't have anyone to talk to about this. 
people knew who I was because I played basketball. He played football. So people knew exactly who we were. And the girl he was with was such a no name. <laughs> that it, made me, <laughs> it made me even madder. Like you could have at least disrespected me with somebody, somebody who was somebody like you disrespected me with nobody but do y'all do, do you hear the toxic the toxic city <laughs> that I just said like you could but it was really what you said <laughs> oh trust me to this day like if I see him we'll talk about that and I mean you get to the point where you get over things but my feelings were hurt and on top of my feelings being hurt who could I talk to about this? Most right. of my friends didn't even like him. That's how I go usually. My teammates couldn't stand him. And my coach was like, honestly, I told you to stop messing with him a long time ago. So it was like, <laughs> who could I even talk to? Like, and being a middle school, high school girl, that's a very awkward time yes. for your life. You don't really know who you can trust. Uh, depending on how your parents are, you can't really say too much to them about certain things. Okay. Your friends really don't have too much advice because they're going through what you're going through. So that's a time in your life where you really got to fight your own mental. Like, is this worth me being a part of? Mm -hmm. Is this worth my happiness? And truth be told, and honestly, I found myself in many uh, situations where I knew what, what I was putting up with wasn't healthy. Mm -hmm. But I also knew that I was lonely. <laughs> Keyword lonely. Because so I was putting I was putting up with things that I would have normally not put up with. And right. that word lonely will get you in a lot of trouble. Honey. Will it? You will find yourself in situations and in, and in relationships, mm -hmm. friendships, or anything just because you're lonely. And yep. we have to find something better to do with our time. <laughs> then waste it with other people. Then be in toxic situations that doesn't help us in the long run. You're breaking your back. You're being loyal for somebody who could care less if you were okay or not. It's like that saying, like you crossing oceans for people who wouldn't even cross the river for you. Thanks. And everybody can't see what you see. So if certain things make you uncomfortable, Speak on it. And stand certain, on it. And stand on it. If you say this is the last time I'm going to allow you to disrespect me, friend or partner, and if they disrespect you again, stick to your word and let that be the last time you allow them to do that. It is no need to keep going back and forth with people who are showing you that they could care less about what you are saying. Understand your word is your bond. Stand on your word and mean 
what you say because you have to protect your peace. You have to protect your happiness. You have to protect your self-worth. Stop letting these people tear you down that don't mean you any good. And that goes for any and everybody in your life. Of course. Family, friends, foes, (laughs) enemies. Everybody. All of it. Because at the end of the day, you're the only person that's going to go as hard for you. You are it. Nobody's going to care about you like you care about you. Even your ride or die can't go as hard for you as you can go for you. Like, let's be clear about it. That's honesty. And gross. Because I don't think in middle high school, I really would have thought that I could go harder for myself than my best friend was going to go for me. And you know what? To all, you know, the young girls listening to this podcast right now, I want you to take a look at your left. <laughs> and I'm going to tell you to take a look at your right. You know how you hate when people tell you these people won't be with you in college, whatever. But they honestly, might not be. <laughs> honestly, you can look at your friend. I started middle school with so many friends from elementary school. By the time I went to high school, that number had doubled. By the time I went to college, I had my middle school friends. I had my high school friends. Then I went to college. I had college friends, too. Then, so, I mean, I'm talking about that's three different types of friends. Now, honestly, honestly and truthfully, I have one best friend that I can call on, and she will help me in any situation, no matter what and I started out with so many friends now don't get me wrong oh okay speak on it yeah I was opposite my friends went down like every time I moved elementary school popping middle school not so much high school yeah right college I maybe had like three friends and now I think I got I can count on one hand how many legit friends I have yeah, me too. Like I said, I have friends. Don't get me wrong, I have friends, but I have one best friend. And one thing I truly hate about this younger generation, well, not say hate, but a quality that I don't agree with, y'all make friends too easy. Seriously. <laughs> y'all <laughs> call too many people your friends. You call too many Seriously. people your best friends, your ride or die. Trust me, baby. You just Dang haven't it. been in a situation <laughs> where they show you that they're not your ride or die yet. But it's coming. (laughs) Trust trust me and believe me, they're going to show you that they do not ride or die for you. And And this isn't us saying, this isn't us saying not to have friends. That's not what we're saying at all. We're just saying you need to evaluate who you consider your friend. Correct. Have standards for your friends. I wish that's something somebody would have taught me. Uh, 15 years ago like if they can't respect you forget them if they don't value you forget them if you're their last thought forget them like even though I didn't have a lot of male attention early on I had a lot of friends eventually I was known um part of the reason I was known was because I was one of the bigger girls in the school um 
I got picked on a lot about my weight. In hindsight, I was the shape that everybody seems to want now in high school. (laughs) I had the small waist, the big hips, the big thighs in high school, but that wasn't cute then. Guys didn't want that. When I was in high school, guys wanted the stick figure girls. And see, I came right after you and it flipped. Right. So <laughs> I had friends. I People knew who I was, but and to this day, I still have a lot of associates. But a lot of people, I can't call you my friend because you haven't earned the right to be called my friend. Say that again. Start making people earn the right to be your friend. Stop just throwing that word out there so loosely. No, 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 baby. You haven't met the criteria yet to be my friend. You haven't earned that medal yet. When you get older, you'll see you have to protect you. You have to protect your inner peace. And some of these people that you're just entertaining to be popular or to be known, Soon and very soon, that will fade away. Be your own friend. I know that sounds crazy, and I used to hate when my mama said stuff like that, but honestly, honestly, uh, y'all parents probably speaking some facts that you're not trying to hear. But if push come to shove, be your own friend. Nobody's going to have your back like you're going to have your back. Agreed. And with that being said, I want you guys to write down what you feel like needs to be the criteria to be your friend or to be your partner, your lover. What criteria do these people have to meet to be your standard of a friend? Write it down and live by it. Don't budge off of it. If it is a requirement to do this to be your friend, stick with your requirements because everybody's not meant to be your friend. Amen. Everybody's not meant to have access to you. You are amazing. You are incredible. And everybody doesn't get to see that. And that is okay. You have to be okay with being you. And I trust me, that is harder said than done when you are not the popular one, when you are not the one everybody wants to be around. It is a hard pill to swallow. But trust me, in the end, you will be happier and more content with the decisions you have made versus just trying to have people around you to say I have a group of people around me. Most definitely. I can wholeheartedly agree with that. So, um, you know, girls, just think about those things. And parents, even if you're listening to this, talk to your teen girls about their friends or, excuse me, their relationships. Is your daughter in a healthy relationship? Are your friends healthy friends? And trust me, I used to think people were lying to me when they said this. They'll be like, oh, your mama can tell who are truly your friends before you can tell who's truly your friends. And I used to get so mad at my mama, like, why are you being like that? They cool. Mamas always know this person don't have your best interest at heart. More times than not, your mother can tell you 
who's going to have your back and who's not going to have your back. Listen to your mama. Even if you just sit back in the cut and, and observe, that's what a lot of y'all need to do. Just sit around your friends and observe because it'd be the same girl who talking about Susie. In two minutes, you're going to see her being Susie friend. Come on now. Say that again. Let me let me be more real with y'all. Not Susie. Let's go with um, Shaniqua. <laughs> <laughs> but no, no, no. Facts. For real, for real. It be like it really is like that though. Friends can be quote unquote friends can be two faced. Mm-hmm. Your partners and lovers can be two faced. Mm-hmm. Y'all, that boy flaunted that girl in my face. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Well, and I made a. Do you know how many times I cried to you about sitting in my toxic situations? Oh my goodness gracious, you guys. <laughs> Listen, we it got were to there. The, it got to the point where I would tell Aliku, don't tell me nothing else about this situation mm-hmm. until you're finished with it. If you don't want to hear my honesty, don't come tell me anything because I'm sick of your tears. Yep. <laughs> I'm sick of the advice. <laughs> Until you realize you're better than this and you're worth more than this, I'm not wasting my breath on it anymore. I can tell you all day that he's not good for you. She's not good for you. They're not good for you. But if you don't believe it and you don't see it, it is nothing I can do about it. You get to a point where you open up your eyes and be like, wow, hold up. That ain't how I like things to go. Or that's not what I would consider a friendship. You have to get to a place in your life where you can see these things. And it doesn't come easily. It's, it, it comes with some hard truths. Because you don't want to believe people you've known or people you like don't have your best interest at heart. You don't want to believe that. But baby, trust me, everybody doesn't have your best interest at heart. Nope. Nobody has your back like you, like we've said before. Like, it's really that serious. Like, you got to ride for you like nobody else would. Or like you would expect everybody else to. Like, that's really what we keep going back to because that's real. That is real. And it doesn't get any realer. Like, and honestly, my whole goal with this show is to be the person that I wish I had when I was a teenager. I wish somebody could have told me the same things we are telling you guys right now. Not everybody's meant to be your friend. If they Not everybody friend, that smiles in your face is your friend. Facts. Not everybody <laughs> that smiles in your face is your friend. Not everyone keeps your secrets. <laughs> Ooh. I felt that in my, in my spirit. You thought you had somebody that you could tell anything to. And next thing you know, the school knows. The entire school knows. <laughs> like, what? Yeah, let me go ahead and be honest. And they will lie to your face. I ain't tell nobody. Oh. Like, you're the only person I told, so. <laughs> they will lie in your face. And trust me and believe me, if they show you the first time they don't lie for you, believe them. 
believe them. And you know what? Honestly, you guys, a lot of girls, well, not even girls, a lot of people aren't even taught to be a genuine friend. So we're telling you to protect yourself, but in all honesty, they probably don't even know how to be a friend. Miss Alika, do you know that you are one of my good friends? And I can honestly say that in need be situations, I can call on you. And I know if you don't have the answer, you can get the answer for me or at least try your best. Oh, yeah. Not everyone is going to be that friend for you. And just like Alika's my friend, I have different types of friends. And it's okay. Not all of your friends are meant to hang out together. Trust me, I know. Yes, God. You have your friend for this. You have a friend for this. You have a friend for this. You have a friend for this. And that is okay. Just because me and you are friends doesn't mean you have to be friends with my best friend. Right. Ooh, and that brings me to a good point. So I see a lot of this. And y'all, I really didn't know this question was even going to come up. I promise how do you feel about people that you don't like hanging with your friends? <laughs> um, do you want the teenage answer or the grown adult? I answer? want both. Because I'm going to give the, my real answer. Okay, got you. I'll start with my now answer, my adult answer. I could care less. Um, as long as y'all aren't talking about me. <laughs> <laughs> I, I could care less. Um, just because I'm not friends with somebody doesn't mean my friend can't be friends with them. Um, but on the opposite end of that, the teenage age me, if I told you I don't like this girl or this boy and you hang with them and you're supposed to be my friend, we're no longer friends. <laughs> because you're supposed to follow the rule if I don't like them you don't like them and that's crazy to think that because people have different interests people have different things that they like just because because honestly my friend may be hanging with them because they like chocolate ice cream but I only like vanilla like something as simple as that but I guess teenage me felt like that was going against the grain. I felt like my friends were supposed to like everything I liked. And if I'm telling you I don't like something, you should not like it as well. And that's not how friendship works. That's that's a part of a toxic trait. That is controlling. <laughs> and that is making someone fearful of not liking something you don't like. But Miss Alika, I would love to hear your input on that. I'm gonna be real. Teenage me would have been like, all right, whatever it is, what it is. But me now, just because of some situations I've been putting in, I'm like, nah, I need to know how you're moving with this person that don't like me because they may have ill will and I don't want their ill will towards me to have anything to do with you because it ain't got nothing to do with you. So I'm like, be careful how you move around these people. Form your own opinions, but at the same time, know that this person either has ill will towards me or I they've done something to me that I just don't sit with with me. So I'm kind of like, eh. Like, do what you're going to do because you're grown, but... But, you know, I didn't even... I didn't think about it like that. Now, if this person has 
did something to you physically or mentally and you just don't bang with them at all, that's different than versus just not liking that. It's levels yeah, of not, it is it's, it's levels of not <laughs> hanging with somebody like, I might just not like you because I don't like the way you look at me. I don't like the way you toot your face up when you when you walk by. I feel like you think you better than me. But now, like if we if we had an actual disagreement or an actual instance where I felt disrespected or I felt like you weren't trustworthy, that's completely different. Um, like you said, but at the end of the day, you have to form your own opinions about people. You can't allow your friends or family to have you form opinions off of their words. Um, that's not healthy. That's another level of toxicity, <laughs> if that's even mm-hmm. a word. It is. Um, okay, good. So, you know, be yourself, if nothing else, and be okay with not being the most popular person. Be okay with spending time with yourself. At this point, right now with COVID-19, you don't have no choice. <laughs> <laughs> but to spend time with yourself. Get to know you. Get to know things you enjoy doing. Get to know things that you are willing and not willing to put up with. Yes. So, I mean, I, this is just a time in, in our life, in everybody's life, to be honest with yourself. Some people don't want to be honest with this. It took a long time for me to be honest with myself. And at the end of the day, it's just certain things I'm not going to put up. Friend, friend, foe, lover. I'm, I'm not going to put up with it. And that's just that on that. Period. But we, we spent a lot of this episode talking about negativity. I would love to shed light on what healthy relationships look like. Um, and for me, it took a long time to be in a healthy, organic relationship from the beginning. A lot of my um, relationships were very forced. Mm-hmm. I felt like I had to be a certain type of girl to fit their mold. Um, it was a lot of things that I was in a lot of situations I was I was put in that I wasn't comfortable with. But I went with it because this is what he would like or this is what she would like versus being authentic to myself. Um, What I can say is with older age, it got to a point where I would acknowledge things I wasn't going to put up with from the beginning. (laughs) My husband, for instance, when we first started talking, I was like, let me tell you something. (laughs) Off the bat. These are the things that I'm not willing to put up with. If you show me any of these things, I promise you I will walk away. He was like, dead. That was three years ago as of now, and we are not married. And he has still not showed me any of those qualities. And every now and then I remind him, don't forget. (laughs) (laughs) I will walk away because it gets a point in your life where Protecting you and your happiness outweighs anything else. It outweighs friendships. It outweighs relationships. It outweighs anyone else's happiness. It comes a point in your life where 
Your happiness matters. Miss Alika, would you like to shed light on a positive relationship, be it friendship or relationship? Oh, yeah. I remember the conversation you and I had when I started dating my now boyfriend about me being like, this doesn't feel normal to me because I had never been in a healthy relationship before. And because I think you had been with your husband for about what a year at that point. And you were like, yeah, girl, you're going to have to get used to it because we... Because that's good. Like, it's supposed to feel like that. That's what it's supposed to be like. So just trying to transition from all that into something positive, it's an adjustment, but it's a good adjustment for you. It gets to the point where you feel better about yourself. You feel better about everything you've got going on. And putting those boundaries up was something that I did as well. Like, hey, these are the things I'm not going to tolerate. These are the things that I'm willing to tolerate. And I had him do that as well. Like, it was a conversation for both of us. Let me know now what you're willing to put up with, what you're not, so we know how to move forward. And then I started doing that with some of my friends as well, as I've gotten older and gotten to a different place in life with my friends. Because I'm not going to let you talk to me any kind of way. I'm just not. Do you know, I was listening to you talk, and I really had a realization, like, this world and people around you are so toxic that you have to second guess happiness. Because mm. we didn't know anything else. But, um, Honestly, when I first started dating my husband, I was so uncomfortable because it was too easy. Mm-hmm. I remember that conversation. Everything made too much sense. All the puzzle pieces fit. And I was like, I am not used to this. I am used to arguing. I am used to fighting. I am used to hurtful words. And when I tell you, my husband has never called me outside of my name. (laughs) But that's that's what I was used to. I was used to having to fight guys. (laughs) I was used to having to fight girls behind guys. Like... So when you find something genuine, hold on to it. Be it a genuine genuine friendship. Be it a genuine relationship. Hold on to it and hold it near and dear. Because I'm going to be honest with you, it doesn't come by too often. A lot of the people I consider friends to this day, I met in older age. Mm -hmm. Because you start to hang with like-minded people. In high school and middle school, you're not finished growing yet. You're not finished developing yet. You don't even really know yourself, really, because you can't make your own choices. But with age, you start to kind of figure out who you are and who you want to be, and you work towards that. So, you know, keep your friends in high school and middle school, but keep them and hold them to a certain standard. Don't just allow people to play with you and your emotions and your feelings. Hold these people to certain standards. And mean what you say when you say it. And that's just that on that. Period. Period. All right, so we want to close out these episodes with affirmations. Miss Alika, do you have an affirmation you would like to share down on us today? 
Yes, I got two today. The first one is I induce positivity into all of my relationships. Woo! One more time, one more time. I induce positivity into all of my relationships. That's a good one. All right, now the second one, this a big one. My friendships bring value to my life. <laughs> That's a better one. <laughs> <laughs> That's a better one. Yeah. And do you guys understand what that's saying, right? On the latter of the two. Don't be in situations that don't make you happy. Yes. Or drain you. If it's not bringing positivity to your life, let it go. It will be hard, but you're going to have to do it for your own peace of mind. So speak those affirmations over yourself, over your life, over your friends' lives. Write them down. Meditate on them. These are things that you really have to put into consideration to be a better you. So you guys, thank you for tuning in to this episode of Not Your Average Girl Talk. If you have any questions or advice or topics that you would like for us to talk about, you can reach us at gpod at gmail.com. Talk to us. Let us know what you guys want to hear about. It's not it's not easy out here being a teenage girl. So we're here to talk about those things. Like, comment, and subscribe to the podcast so you can follow this journey that we're about to go on. And get ready for some uncomfortable talks that need to be had. Yes. Thank you guys so much. This has been the first episode of Not Your Average Girl Talk podcast. We'll see you later. Bye. Bye.